My name is Chris Cope Aesthetic. My name PNB Chiz. Yeah, yeah. My name is Ace Clark. Tuned into the Encore Radio Show. What up? The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of... I want a hammock for all of that shade that they throwing DDMG getting paid at the moment Need 30 for saving and 20 for blowing Yo, ping in my phone, that shit burn flame emoji I don't know what y'all have been seeing That boy wanted beef, now we vegan Well, trust me, this pepper in season I do this for money, you rap for convenience And niggas was scared of me going to Texas But I stayed in Vegas and got all my nets in And UTA blowing my phone up with Texas Guess me not replying, they sending the message is cool I'm a Lankara of Jules You niggas belly flop, this ain't the pool I run that checkup like Spice on the What's up, good morning, good evening, good afternoon Whatever time you listen to this podcast What up folks, this is Wise And this is the Encore Radio Show, the abridged version This is episode 146 I'm four away from 150 I'm so proud of what I've been doing Uh, Shout out to everyone who came through the Art Genesis This past week Uh, uh, Much love to you all Much love to all the the performers that came through all the everyone who came through this in general, you know, shout out to all y'all. I'm glad y'all came through, glad y'all had a good time, everything like that. Make sure y'all hashtag Art Genesis and Art Genesis Two, so I could, you know, uh, repost all of the stuff that y'all put up, and there will be a video soon for that. Anyway, so this is the bridge version. It's, this is the first time that I'm actually doing uh, an episode like this, but basically, um, it's kind of like the recap week we've been doing, but a little bit different. Uh, I took clips the best clips from the last three episodes that we put out and um i put them together so uh what i'm gonna do is after each clip i'll kind of tell you guys what i think is coming up and why i think it was a good part uh for the podcast and all the other good stuff so without further ado we're gonna jump into our episode with pnb chiz pnb chiz um he's from philly obviously worked with pnb rock super dope dude so yeah check out this piece of the episode and i'll be right back Hi, my name PNB Chiz, and you are now tuned into the Encore Radio Show. Um, all right, so you in the A3C is your second year, um, last year, correct? Uh, I think that was like two years ago by now. Two years? Oh yeah. So, like so everyone has A3C horror stories or, or good <laughs> A3C stories. So, where do your experiences with A3C fall in within that spectrum? God damn, that's the best way to put it. I definitely <laughs> got a horror story. I definitely got a horror story. Uh, tell man. me, tell me what happened, man. I remember the first time we went down there, it was me and my guys. We was uh we had like a concert. It was me, uh my man PNB DZ mm-hmm. and my man PNB Rock and we was riding up uh to one of our shows. Mm-hmm. We was there extra early, so we go in the joint. We like, uh, what time we gotta come back? It was like like five, we're like, oh, all right, but so we go in the Arby's parking lot. We go to go pull out, and we talk, and I pull out a little bit. You know, Atlanta Street's big. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. the way I pull out, a car almost hit me. So I'm like, oh, damn, wow. I got to back up. I can't sit right here and wait to turn out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I backed up without looking back. But when I backed up, it's like I just tapped the car. I didn't hit it yeah, hard. Yeah. I, like, just tapped it. Like uh-huh. So then I'm like, oh, shit. Mind you, I don't got no license. My homie let us damn. hold the rental. Rock ain't got no license. Damn. DZ, I don't think had a license. I don't remember, but... I know uh, when I got out, I'm like, damn, all right, all right, I got it. I'm going to handle it. I got out the car. I was like, is your car? Her car was cool. Um, My back light was like in. Oh, but shit. I'm thinking I did it with her hitting me. Come to find out it was already like fucked up because it had duct tape on the uh-huh. back side. Oh, like, so okay, okay. Somebody already set us up for failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. just sitting there and I'm like, damn, well, your car, all right, you good? Yeah. Like you want to just like leave or whatever? She's like, 
Nah, I'm gonna just call the cops to be safe. I'm like, all right, well, let me yeah. go in the car and get the uh, stuff out the uh, <laughs> the uh, things. So I hop in the car, we pull off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, haul yeah, yeah. ass and because our car was cool, she yeah. wasn't hurt. Mm-hmm, was nobody else mm-hmm. in the car. I'm just like, I can't wait for the cops. We going yeah, to jail. You can't, you can't, I wound up getting locked up anyway. I ran a red light. Damn. Me over. Locked me up for that. I was in jail for like four days. We in Atlanta. In Atlanta. I was supposed to go home like that Monday. We got. I got. I got locked up like Friday. We want to go home to like Wednesday or Thursday or something like that. They came to pick me up. It was crazy. I was in there eating sandwiches and all this crazy <laughs> stuff. They had me in there with all my clothes on. I had on some brand new mics, the fives. I had on the Louis belt. <laughs> I had on everything. Like, yeah. I had money on me and all that. But they took the cash. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, it was just like crazy. Because I'm sitting there like, yo, I'm in jail. I'm from Philadelphia. I cannot stay here. Yeah. Then they had the court John. They told uh-huh. me we had to go to court money. So we go to the court. When we, when we go in there, it's like, you got to sit down. And everybody walk up to like this computer or whatever. Uh-huh. Everybody who was walking up to the computer getting a year, seven months. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm shit. looking like, hold up. But it's crazy because when they, it's, it's, it's not the John. It's not the, the trial. It's like the thing to say. Are you saying you guilty of this shit? Uh-huh, or uh-huh. you not guilty? You wanna go to court or not, you basically. You not feel guilty. me? No, they had everybody saying guilty. Like I don't know what they told them. Like everybody in the jail was like guilty. All right. And I asked the boy, I'm sitting next to him, I'm like, yo, yo, why is everybody just like going with the, yeah, the, the yeah, guilty yeah. part? He like, cause like usually they give you more time. I said, they can't give you more time for pissing <laughs> in the park, bro. <laughs> Somebody had got like six months for urinating on a tree or something nah, like that. I'm like, it's crazy. no way, bro. It's no way. I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm guilty. Yeah. So they're like, man, you tripping, man, you tripping. And I went up there and I said I wasn't guilty or whatever. Uh-huh. They're like, okay, you come back on Monday. They hit the jaw on the bull behind me. He's like, what? Everybody <laughs> after me was like, not guilty. <laughs> yo, I was like, yo, y'all gotta be retarded. <laughs> it was crazy, yo. And then Go next time south. I went to court, they start asking me all these questions. I'm like, yo, it was a rental car. There's yeah. no way it didn't have insurance. Like, y'all lying. Like, yeah, yeah, y'all yeah. just did that to get everybody y'all needed. They had niggas was in there had warrants. They got mm-hmm. court for a traffic stop. Like, they was just locking people up. Like, it felt crazy. They picked me up. And when they picked me up, the whole time I was locked up, my man DZ and them, they in the mansion. The whole mm-hmm. time I'm locked up for four days. They come pick me up and take me to the mansion. I'm like, oh, man, we shot a video in there and all that shit. Oh, well, it worked out then. It worked out yeah. then. I guess from that perspective. But then, so yeah, Cesar, that was the first time. That was the first time. The second time, was that? second better? time was even crazier. Because oh, the only thing that didn't happen the second time was I didn't go to jail. We riding up this one street, and it's the artist, because uh, I'm real cool with, like, Jeezy and them folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Jeezy DJ was the one that picked my homies up okay. while I was in jail, like, okay. and let them stay in the mansions and stuff. In the mansion. In the so mansion. So when I went there this time, uh, his artist wanted to link up with me or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, yeah, it's cool. We can link up or whatever. We linked up, and he driving. So we all hop in the car with him. So we riding. And, you know, it's like four lanes mm-hmm, in, in, mm-hmm. in uh, Atlanta. And we see all my homies going up the other street. I'm like, did they go up there? He like, all right, he on a fourth lane, though. Of course. He try to make the love. People in Atlanta can't drive, yo. yo people in Atlanta cannot make the drive. Love. He tried to make the love. Ain't no car slow down. Everybody took off. Like, they hit us and spent us. We flipped. Went on the other curve. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yo, wait, it was, wait. It was crazy, yo. Like, when a car landed on the sidewalk, like, when it landed and it was on four wheels, he looked at me. I'm like, what you looking at me for? Pull off, dog. Like, because if the cops pull up, last time I was locked up down here, I ain't never come back. I don't know what they going to say. Like, oh, get me out of here first and yeah. foremost. And I was about to go to the show. I'm like... Yo, I was so mad. We go to the, he was staying at the Continental Win. Uh-huh, and when uh-huh. we got to the parking lot, he like, anybody know how to change a tire? They ain't know how to change a tire or nothing. <laughs> we back there high in the car. He just hit. It was crazy, yo. It was too crazy. Jesus. All right, well, we, 
Man, I don't even know if we can blame I'm that on A3C. We're just going to blame I'm that. That's just like some crazy fucked up story. I God damn. all of them situations, though. Wow. All right. Well, I'm, I had a question about your, about your show. I, how was your show at A3C? But the show was lit, though. <laughs> okay. Well, at least the show, the show, least the show, the, the show happened. And, yeah. you know, you had a good time and whatnot. Definitely. You got to stay out of Atlanta, though. That's <laughs> That's that's that they they they're giving you signs. They're giving you signs. You gotta just take them signs and just be like, nah, Atlanta just not for me. Atlanta just not for me. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right, so let's do this real quick. Let's take a quick break. Um, actually, before we go into a quick break, so you wanna you want so I, I've never been on like a a private or chartered jet before. Right, right, right. So you want a chartered jet. So coming from where you come from, whatever, and seeing what you've seen, what's it? What was it like to be on a chartered jet? It was like one of my friends, he like real cool. He be going he got like this joint where he was like about to work at a while ago mm-hmm. and it's the jet place mm-hmm. where they all land at mm-hmm. or whatever. So when I got out of jail, he picked me up and we was chilling and we went out there or whatever and we just chilled. They let us go on the joints and all of that. You know, they give you the, I had my son with me, they take mm-hmm. your kid on the tour and all of that and That's they, like- Take it off and all of that shit. So it just was like I need friends on. like that, yo. I need friend. I need friends like that. To put, <laughs> let me, let me, let me go on a let me go on a charter jet real quick. Let me see what it's like. See what the good life is like. Cause, nah, I'll be on the metro. I'll be on the on the on the bus. I'll be on the train. The the, the struggle travel. That's struggle right. travel. Everything. I was a crazy bus uh, buddy pass dude with the uh, plane. <laughs> I used to be getting on every flight with. A I don't got no friends that got that work at that work at JetBlue or, or 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 any of those airlines either. Yo, I need I need new friends because clearly my friends <laughs> fucking up. Man, anyway, uh, it's the Uncle Ray. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Uh, check us out. So every time I talk to an artist, whether it's on the podcast or not, it's always an A three C story I get, and everyone's A three C story is slightly different, but they all so unique. It's just you know. Uh, traveling to Atlanta, you know, for a week or so and uh, doing things out there for the festival or whatnot. You know, a lot of artists haven't necessarily prepped for it. Um, so I started to ask a lot of people this question just to kind of see uh, what their experience was like and definitely didn't expect to hear <laughs> the, the story Chiz had. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we're coming back up with Chiz right now. This is the Encore Radio Show, live on the Indie Creative Network. All right, folks, let me back. It's the Encore Radio Show. This is Wise Soul. I don't even know if I pronounced my damn name when I started. <laughs> anyway, man, yeah, this is Wise Soul. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitter, at The Real Wise. Um, we here with Chiz, PNB Chiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlie, Charlie, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. PNB Chiz, everything. Facebook, Chiz Williams, uh, SoundCloud. The kid is D A K I D C H I Z Z, but you can go on SoundCloud and find me under P and B Chess. Two Z's, two Verb Nation, P and B Tumblr, P and B Snapchat, P and B Periscope, P and B Everything, P and B Every media that come out, I'm on it. Perfect. You know what though? But that makes sense. So because a lot of people, you know, there's like. Their Facebook, their Twitter, their Instagram, their Snapchat, their Periscope, everything is com- a whole different name. I'm like, fam, like, how am I supposed to keep up with all these? I'm yeah. like, no, I'm going to catch you on the one I use the most, and we're just going to go from there. Like, forget it. Yeah, Def Jam told me that. Yeah. Just do that. Like, yokes. years ago. Exactly. Because it, it makes, most, it makes sense. Like, you know, honestly, it's just like, this is your name, this is your name. Mm-hmm. Make sure that. Um, your name offline and your name online is about as close as possible mm-hmm. and keep it consistent. Easier for everybody to get right to you. Makes it, it makes it work. High Underrated One came out. 
got some buzz. I had all of the uh, known artists in the city on it. At the mm-hmm. time, I had Cully Mills. I had Cheek Raw. I had M.I. I had um, my man Preem was on it. I had, like, whoever was popping in the city at the time, I mm-hmm. had them. Because mm-hmm. we, we always, like I told you, we always had, our, we always repped our block. Like, yeah. we had a music click way before. Like, we took the city over. It was called Clutch Shooters. Like, mm-hmm. and we had every rapper knew us. Like just because we put out the DVDs and they were yeah. popping because we had the kids, we was mm-hmm. like the younger, younger ones. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I had all of them on it, and everybody was just listening to it. I was bombing everything. Like I was bombing everything. That's why we said highly underrated because it was like I'm rapping with the people who they saying the best. Yeah, holding this bar for bar, if not killing them on the track. On you the, know yep, what I mean? Like, yep, yep. And then nobody ain't know who I was. That's why I was highly underrated. It was like, but okay, so. Now you put out Highly Underrated 2 Highly Underrated 2 Okay So I had a plan Alright tell me about the Tell me about the plan now See Highly Underrated 2 I had a plan I was gonna put it on that piff I had reached out to that piff I found out how to get them To promote it on that strip mm-hmm, You mm-hmm. know what I mean I'm like well that's gonna Get me the downloads I need like, mm-hmm. Cause I know when you like Giving like the type of music I do like It's like a mixture of conscience And whatever is going on You know what I mean mm-hmm, Like mm-hmm. But it's like you know When you you need that plateau or that stage to get it out there. So what I did yeah. is I got a video on World Star. Okay, okay. I got a video on a headline of that piff, and I had the best cameraman in the city doing a vlog and all these videos for us. Nice. Okay. Rock okay. had just got out of the jail for the first time mm-hmm. or whatever, and he was like, "Yeah, I sing," and we like, "What, yo? Go to jail, come out singing? That don't sound right." Like we was mad about it, but. <laughs> But then it was like he sung a song. It was like this song called Weekend Baby. And we was just like, yo, this joint crazy. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yo, I got yeah. a verse to this joint. Mm-hmm. So we did that joint. When he got out, he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to go to the studio. I'm like, yeah, I ain't trying to make that music we was. I'm trying to like tell our story. He's like, yo, I'm on that same type time. Like, ah, like oh, that's right, perfect. Bet. That's perfect. Okay. And then knocked them joints out. And I had it. It was like, uh, I think it was 20 something tracks on there, too. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Uh, but at the time we was going to A three C for the second time. Mm-hmm. We was going to A three C. The C D wasn't out yet. We went to A three C. We went to Texas. This was all the campaign I was doing for. Yeah, I had yeah. a I had smart. a way smart. I had a crazy plan set mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean? Like it just I knew it was gonna take everybody attention that knew what I was doing. Yeah. So when it all came out, it was this dude, he was uh, in the city, uh, his name was Bam Say No More or whatever. He was like known for like discovering talent all through the city mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he had reached out to me or whatever. He reached out to me and asked me to send him some music because he seen everybody put my cover up. Like mm-hmm. all the like mm-hmm. popular girls in the city that's known that be in the bars and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He wrote on one of the girls' pictures like, why everybody putting him up? Like, who is he? I'm mm-hmm. thinking he a hater. So I'm like, uh... They give me your email, I'll send you whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On some ass. That's how mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Like, nigga, well, tell me it's corny. If it's corny yeah, 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 yeah. I sent it to him, and he ain't never hit me back. I wrote him, he ain't never said nothing back. I woke up the next day, I had all these ads, and then like all these followers. My oh, followers shit, were going nice. crazy. Uh-huh. He had put up like four tweet grams of my lyrics, and mm-hmm. he was like, yo, this might be the best rapper in Philly. Like, wow. And after that, we linked up with them. They got behind us, they was pushing us. And my, like I told you, Rock had just got out. Mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. like, yo, yo, when they got behind me, they like, yo, yo, you got it right now. You got it. Like, we got to drop another CD. We got to drop another mixtape. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to hurry up with eight two three. And I'm like, no, I promised my man we yeah. going to drop his CD when he got out. Mm-hmm. They like, man, you stupid. Don't nobody know this dude. Like, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. This dude's a no one. Like, you, you got a buzz. You going to try to pass it off. You tripping. This ain't even big enough to do that. Like, yeah. 
I'm like, oh, it's cool. Like, I can drop the CD after that. While he dropping his, I can be working on mine. Mm-hmm. You don't got to wait. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get the city. Like, he dropped his jump. And then everything started taking off even crazier. Like, mm-hmm. then I finally, since it was like after that, at the time, it was like my block, we made like a block decision yeah. for me not to put nothing out at all. I like how y'all time. make these block decisions, though, man. Oh, like, yeah, we always moving as a unit, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. We all, we always, we always come together to like, uh, like make a decision. You know, at the end of the day, we represent each other. All right, so you took that break. Yeah. It was like uh, we was doing a whole lot around the time. I was going through a whole lot around the time. I was just running around trying to figure out another game plan. Because for real, for real, the honest truth, after I dropped HU2 and I learned what I learned from going to South by Southwest and mm-hmm. A3C for the second time, like the stuff that I had learned, I was going to something else. It was mm-hmm. like, go ahead, drop mixtapes. I'm trying to find this single at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking. I'm like, yo, let me find this single because this ain't it. Like the way I was going after it, like. You know, you you gonna try a couple. Sometimes, if you don't know the right stuff the first mm-hmm. time, I mean, you walk, you learn and grow. I uh, mean, that's what I did. Like I just every time something ain't worked the right way, I just would see how they were doing it. Then mm-hmm. I switch it up and do it my own way. Like, that's and then I was just gotta like, adjust, gotta yeah. adjust. Bad. Okay, so HU three comes out like December or November. Was it November, December? November. <laughs> so you drop it. What's the initial feedback from the people? What like, I wanted. Know, it was what I wanted one. Because look uh, When I dropped HU2 on that piff It was popping In other cities And states like that Because it was mm-hmm. on the top Thing of that piff You know mm-hmm. what I mean the, Like people in the city Was putting it up Because certain people Was putting it up But nobody yeah. was really listening You know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. I dropped three This is the first time Anyone probably ever Listened to any of my projects Like I'm talking about As a whole Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean Like I'm talking about I'm getting Everybody's writing on my pictures Everybody's texting me yeah. Everybody's tweeting about it I didn't have that With none of the other projects mm-hmm. Like all the other projects Was like me just spending money Yeah Getting it out there Throwing it wherever Like I was mm-hmm. cashing out I'm talking about yeah. cashing out I'm probably It'd be couple, like that Probably like I'm probably like 100k in this It'd be, it'd be like real. Like it's over I've been doing this Since I was like 16 mm-hmm. And I've been cashing out Ever since Like So it's just like I don't know It's crazy Like Investing yourself people Yeah Investing yeah. yourself For sure you can't do it no other way You can't do it no other way For sure Alright so Go through I'm gonna go through Some some uh, some uh, songs I really like On a project Still stopping. <laughs> uh, I, like, I think that's like what, like song two? Yeah, that was gonna be number one. Still, he made that decision. Taking <laughs> number two. Still stabbing. Fire. Uh, trap nigga. Fire. Video. Right. Fire. All right. Okay. Situation. So of course, like I said, um, uh, that one is featuring Gilly Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked a little bit about um the process of him pushing you mm-hmm. to 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 do more on that. You know, once he recorded his once he recorded his verse, um, did you? I mean, cause I know some people it's like, oh, like they record verses like, oh, well, I don't know if it fits. I'm not gonna put it in. Did you right. know you were gonna put that in? Oh yeah, I already know I'm gonna put it in. Uh, it was already kind of planned up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I mean, like when we sat there, we listened, we vibe out. I mean, when you're in the studio, you are gonna vibe out. If you ain't vibing, you are gonna catch it. Like yeah. someone's gonna catch it. Like, uh, yeah. When you leave out, I'm taking this all. <laughs> you know that. Like. But, I mean, the vibe is the vibe. If it's caught, it's caught. If it ain't, it ain't. You know what I mean? So, it was caught. All right. Um, so, uh, Selfie Stick uh, featuring Tone the Voice. Um, mm-hmm. That was that, that's, that's, a, that's a favorite of mine. Look at me now uh, featuring um, ah. your, your brother, Shaz yeah. and Hitter. Yeah. Um, Hoodless Niggas is also a dope ass song. Yeah, hell yeah. And, um, uh, <laughs> 
and uh, <laughs> all of my own featuring uh, Lombardi. So this is I think this is the one that I, I saw in the video uh, that you performed at. You performed it in in Atlanta. Yeah. So <clears throat> out of those songs, I know I know this is the hardest question that everyone has to answer. But which is your favorite of the project? The outro. Why? Because of like the way I used to always make my music. Like I love hearing the beat and just getting the feeling from the okay. door and coming up with something. Mm-hmm. That when I did that with in the like I touched. Everything I wanted to touch mm-hmm. on it, you know. What I, mean? I like smooth, soulful beats. Anyway, yeah. I just love them, Jones. Like I think the outro and the intro, the most important thing in the world to me. Definitely, you know. Definitely. What I mean? So it's just like yeah, that's my Jones. Like that's my one. Like that outro, just because my man is locked up. I'm talking about on there. Mm-hmm. It's just like really talking about what we used to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. so my my one my one, um, I won't even call it a complaint a request. Can we cut it down? Yeah, I didn't. That one had like what nineteen songs. Yeah, I think so. I have like the attention span of like a flea. You understand? <laughs> a flea. Like yo, I get to thirteen. So once I hear the first thirteen, I gotta take. I have to take like a legitimate break. Walk around for a little bit. Do a little. Do a little jog around the neighborhood. Right, come right, back. Right. Sit down. It's like, okay, I'm here. Listen to a new project now for right. the last six. You know. Uh, yeah, I mean, because because I do know the mixtapes are a little bit longer, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you really just got you got a lot of stuff to talk about. You want to push it all out or whatnot. So when are we gonna get like an official project from you, like that official like EP debut debut album? Uh, PNB chairs. Like when we, when, when we gonna get that? I mean, a solo one. Um... It could be any time, for real, for real. Mm. Like, it could happen this month. It could happen next month. I got a project that's done. It ain't just me, though. Mm-hmm. So it's featuring somebody else. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and just work. Like, right now, like, I was going through a whole lot. And now I'm finally back in the studio. I'm just yeah. going to be going in there on my own figure out what I come up with. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to do all official beats. All I want all my paperwork to be right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, mm-hmm. send everything in the BMI and get paid for this. Definitely. So... Maybe this summer, cause we all plan on dropping this summer. We're supposed to have a like a P and B, like raid. You feel me? That's like try to bomb the city out real quick. I can't even like to be able to. I mean, now having everyone have done all the stuff that they've done or whatever, and um, having the city really behind y'all yeah. to put out that group project. Yeah, like. we 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 got a P and B mixtape out. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Rock on that joint like six times. Mm-hmm. I think and, um, it's music that you never heard from either one. Neither one. Either one. On okay. Too. Okay. okay. Then uh, everybody else on there. Hitter on there. Shizzy on there. Wit on there. Uh, even Leash on there. Shoddy on there. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, just about everybody or whatever. Just about everybody. Yeah. He said, who are, oh, DZ, Free DZ. Yeah, man. We just all going to drop our... We all going to drop a separate... Nobody work hard as us. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. nobody. I don't think it's probably not even artists in the industry mm-hmm. that work as hard as we do. It'd be like, it'd be like that. Yeah, we work hard as hell. Let them be asleep once they, get, once they get comfortable. Yeah, exactly. I ain't got no comfortability. Like, once I get comfortable, I get uncomfortable. But you know what I mean? Like... That's See, I'm like that too. And I told someone that and it looked at me like I was crazy. But it's like I think once I start to feel comfortable, I feel like some it doesn't feel right. Yeah. You know, like um I I I had this analogy the other day. If you've never if you never breathe air a day in your life and someone tells you, yo, like breathe, you're like, uh, I don't know. Like even when you do breathe, <laughs> it's like I don't know if it's right. Like this don't feel right. <laughs> it might be good for me, but I don't know. All you right. know, it's like that. Like I I get comfortable. I'm like, yeah, like, I, yeah, I finally got everything I want, whatever. And it's like, 
but I know there's more though. Mm. I know there's more. Now, but that drive, I'm still trying to find balance on that drive because like it can drive you mad. <laughs> See, mine's is like my goal, like my dream is so big, I ain't got no time to waste. Yeah. So it's like when I master every little thing I gotta master to get up to it. Like mm-hmm. as soon as I get it, it's like got it. You know what I mean? Yep. All right, got it. Keep it moving. All right, got yep, it. Keep it yep, moving. Don't waste yep. no time. Like, cause what I'm trying to do, like normally people don't get this done until they like 40. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like what Jay Z just start getting all his percentage, of everything. Like just start owning all his own. And that's his the masters. hard part. That's the hard Yo, part. Yo, he like 40 now, right? He might be almost. <laughs> Almost 50. That's what I'm saying. Jay Look how old. long it took Jay for him old. to do that. Now, imagine old. if I come in. But you know that. what though? It's it's a di- it's a different time though because if you if you look at it, yeah, it's you know, easier to get to that information. It's easier to get to that information. We have we understand the concept of the music business a little better than we than we did than artists like Jay did or whatever back in the day. You know, we have the internet to push us. We got a whole a ton of different outlets um, for us to push up for. I keep saying us like I rap shit, but, right. <laughs> but, but for artists to push um, their music, whatever, and ha- find the buzz and be able to push these conversations when they get into the to the to the room or whatever, I'm at the label. It's like, okay, well, you know what? They start looking at your BMI, all that stuff. It's like, yeah, but nah, you're gonna pull them numbers, but you know, I got, I got, I have the SoundCloud, and I ain't pay for my, I didn't pay for my, for my, for my likes. I ain't pay for my listens. You know, people really yeah, supporting me across the board. That's us. You know, like I, I got people hitting me up, whatever from Germany, talking about they like my music. Like, you know, like those, you have those things that whereas you can really truly negotiate your contract versus people just being like. All right, well, you know, you rap really good, so we're yeah, gonna yeah. we're gonna give you a contract, but you know, you're not gonna own anything that you actually yeah, write. Exactly, at. exactly. I mean, the whole thing with that is like, uh, I don't really know if I want a label mm-hmm. right now. Like, I'm probably about to do a um, a little better situation. Like, I just need distribution to market. Yeah, that's really you that's, know what that, I mean. See, that comes so, from knowing knowing more, being more educated to what we're doing, exactly. to what to what um the the, the music the business, business uh, aspect is. Right. So that's dope. That's dope. I'm glad you. I'm glad you really um, understand that now. So, so I just want to take a minute to shout out uh, PNB Chiz for coming through to the Uncle Radio Show. I really appreciated that. They actually did us drove up from Philly, matter of fact. So definitely shout out to them for coming through for that. So if you guys heard in the beginning of the second piece of the audio, he dropped a really uh, dope story about PNB Rock. If y'all were peeping that. Uh, so go back and listen if you didn't hear it. Also, uh, he talked about his project, Highly Underrated 3. The project actually really is fire. I would want to describe it as how our mixtapes here in New York used to be like five or six years ago, where they're like kind of long, you know, maybe like 19, 20 tracks, whatever, but nothing but bars and, and, and hits, honestly, bars and hits. So definitely check it out, Highly Underrated 3, hashtag is HU3. Uh, next up, we got my interview with uh, my producer, Chris Copacetic, so stay locked for that. Stone Corey, this show live on Indie Creative Network. My name is Chris Copacetic, and you're now tuned into the Encore Radio Show. So, yeah, you talked about your mom playing a bunch of records or whatnot, whatever. Like, what was it like? What, like, what, what, what was your mom and your dad playing when you, when you were growing up? Uh, a lot of soul music, Anita Baker. Okay. Uh, wow. A lot of Luther. Um... You know, um, in the in the car, you know, it would be high ninety seven. It'd be one hundred seven point five. So it depends on the day. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. He, he, my father would play high ninety seven if there was no curses. But if like, okay. la- but if like ladies night come on, mm-hmm. and you know, Lil Kim say some wild shit, he'll turn back on. You know, <laughs> so I, I had, you know, there's a whole bunch of songs, and then you know, my father, you know, when I get older, he's like, oh, what you know about this, you don't know about this. So yeah. it's like, you know, during nine, ten, eleven, it's like. 
I don't know nothing about that. I pr- and to this day, I don't know a lot of these artists. Mm-hmm. But I can t- I, if the song comes on, I can sing along with it. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I've been at cookouts before. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, facts, facts. Um, yeah. So I heard a lot of soul music. Um, my brother is older. My brother's twenty years older. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot of rap right there. It's, yes, it's, it's, it's a lot of Method Man. It's a lot of uh, 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 who else is out there? Uh, EPMD. It's uh, you know, I said Ladies Nice. A lot of Mace. A lot of a lot of Puff Daddy, a lot mm-hmm. of Bad Boy. I thought I thought I was Mace for a very long time. <laughs> I was like, how the hell am I on the videos? And I'm only eight, nine years old. You know what I'm saying? A lot of Biggie, um, a lot of East Coast stuff, that's yeah. effects. Um, just just a lot of stuff. And then, you know, DMS comes out, Rough Riders comes out. Mm-hmm. And my brother is selling like he's selling tapes. Not mm-hmm. he's not selling CDs, he's selling tapes. Yeah, yeah Like yeah. like uh, uh, uh cassette tapes. So my <laughs> so my brother gave me a box of, I went to North Carolina and gave me a box of tapes. Noriega, mm-hmm. uh Rough Riders Volume One, Jay Z this, Jay Z that, uh Mace, all like all this craziness. So I, I had a lot of like so I just had all these tapes with a bunch of curses on it. No mm-hmm. edits, no 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 edited version, it's just yeah. a bunch of stuff and I would just play it on my, my C D player. And then you know I kind of get to come to terms with myself and who I am, and mm-hmm. and I see stuff on 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 on, on MTV and, and BT, and, and I fall you no know, homo in love with with Eminem's music, mm-hmm. and it's like this guy like he, he's saying a lot of words at the same time, and he's meaning this, but he's saying this, and yeah. it's like what the fuck? He's white though. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> white. he's a white boy. He's, I think I think we all said that part. It's like he's white. Like this is 2000. I'm 10 years old. Yeah. And then you know I'm like, ma, can I get a? Uh, I remember I ma, can I get a? Uh, 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 what was it? I think it was Slim Shady LP. My first, the first one I ever bought. So, she goes out. She comes back with this mixtape. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's just a bunch of Eminem freestyles. Oh. So now, so now I'm just like. Oh, this is how people really should rap. This yeah, is yeah, raps. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. these are raps. Like this is not high. My name is. These are raps. I never even got a Slim Shady LP until I was older. Yeah, I got had this free these freestyle tapes of all this shit that you can find on the internet and LineWire now. But I had it on CD. That's and then um, Marshall Mathers LP comes out and all this shit. So I became I was such an Eminem fan. I didn't like Jay Z. It's like I used to have fun. Like <laughs> and then Jay Z comes out with Jigga What, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> shit. Now, Jigga, what is my favorite song? So, yeah. um, to answer your question, I, I listen to a lot of different shit. Um, I, I like, I know a lot of soul music and shit like that, but my my growing up is Mace, Eminem, you know, and, you know, Low Rough Riders here, and these, you know, these different songs that I could pull out the sky from, from a Memphis Bleak or Eve or whoever, and it's like, I know these songs, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And a lot of singles and a lot of, uh, 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 you know, B cuts, you know, whatever. Just a lot of shit, like a lot of B sides, songs, and everything. That that it's like I'm really from like this era. So people were like, "You're 26, you don't know number." No, I do know about it. My brother, my brother, my brother. First thing I remember is, "Hey, you get off my club." Like I know that. Like so when so when I hear "Check the Method" by Young Nate, it's like yeah. I love that song on a different level than y'all do because I remember when that song mm-hmm. came out. You know what I'm saying? I remember when, um, uh, like I remember when, the, you know, when Redman and Method Man got together. I remember when Redman was with, uh, was with Death Squad. I remember, the, I remember these videos. I remember when Bustin' Rhymes came out with, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember ah, these videos. I yeah, remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching these as a kid. Like, okay, you know, 
Okay, I I, I like this. I, I like mm. that he's wearing a yellow hat with a yellow shirt, like and a yellow, I like this. I like yeah. this. I, I, I like, uh, you know, um, RP Five Dog. I like a Tribe Called Quest. Mm. I like I like a Dela Soul and shit. So I like all these things just because I like them, not because of any technical things. Yeah, and yeah. then I grew into the technical things when Eminem came out. So yeah. Damn. Well, how much how much time? We 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 in here what twenty minutes now, right? And y'all can see why there is the this legendary aura around Chris Copacetic. Not yet, me. not yet. Sure. Like nah, Hopefully. nah, nah. This is the this man is like the guru, son. He's and the then guru. the internet comes out. Oh my god! Not I said the internet, but like Kaiser Line Wire, and it's like yeah, this yeah. whole different thing. You know what I'm saying? I remember listening to Kanye freestyle before, you know, through the wire comes. I remember hearing Kanye and you know. Dipset and all these it's crazy it's yeah. a lot of stuff man a lot of stuff that happens in between 2003 and 2007 that shapes who I am as mm-hmm. a person you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying that high school high school yep. that high school that's like you know you should listen to this guy who the fuck is that I could go home and I could look him up yeah. I don't have to yeah. I have to go to the bootlegger yeah yeah you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. like I come from the bootlegger off the carpet Facts. in front of 125th Street Facts. in front of uh, HMV or whatever the fuck it was called HVM one of them shits whatever them shits you know it was, it was this thing like it was like some music some music store or whatever but yeah like I come from that I come from mm-hmm. picking up state property mixtapes and high 97 mixtapes I, I come from that that's, that's who I that's who I am as a kid I was like yo you know what I'm saying like and then you know they was like this little porn in the back, so I'll get that too. But, <laughs> you know, like you know, I was just like, I right, I be getting these two mixtapes for five, and I got an extra five, and then I always lose this shit. Like I was tripping. it's like the fire escape, <laughs> my grandfather building. Oh man, nah, it's crazy that you said Cause, that. Because that's because my nephew, by the way. So when he when he listens to this, he's, like, <laughs> he's six months younger than me. He's like, he's like, I'm like, yo, get that too. I'm like, nah, I don't, like, come on, son. <laughs> oh man, nah. Um, oh shit, I was gonna tell you something. Damn, I forgot. Oh nah. So the reason why I was reason why that really connected to me, whatever, because um, so you from you from Harlem? No, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn, right? I'm from Flatbush, so when you would go on 125th to get like your bootlegs, I would go on Nostrum. Yeah, Nostrum. Anybody from Brooklyn gonna fuck with now? They're like, yeah, 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 I know Nostrum. Like Nostrum, Nostrum, yo, literally, Nostrum. I think Nostrum runs from one side of Brooklyn to the next. Like Nostrum is the longest fucking block I can think of in Brooklyn. That shit go through so many fucking neighborhoods, like so many neighborhoods, and. No matter what, like you always find niggas hustling on Nostrand. Shout out to Nostrand. Anyway, shout out to Nostrand, yeah. But 125 is obviously significant, uh, significantly yeah. more legendary. It, it's funny because Harlem's so small, but like 125th Street yeah. is 125th Street. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like every every train stops 125th Street. Like, <laughs> I don't know. you know, the dope part, right? Uh, so because so growing up Harlem like I looked at Harlem like Brownsville like it's like nah you just don't go there same thing with same thing with the Bronx too <laughs> I made a joke about Brownsville did they be in the zoo like <laughs> somebody said they want to go to the zoo I think it was Shanae shout out to Curry and I said oh you want to go to Brownsville damn so now, now matter of fact no shout out to shout out Danny Boy too though um uh, oh yeah he's from Brownsville he's he from Brownsville he shout out to the show last week shout out to the Brownsville and yo not uh, matter of fact even when you said like Going back back now, when you said that that joint about um 
damn, you said um oh you said Kodak Black reminds you like a little of uh Boosie. Yeah, Boosie. He said the same thing. He said the same exact thing. And I'm just like, okay. Now see for me like I can't really get with Kodak Black, but uh, I'll put I'll put you on a song. Um No Flocking is crazy. Put me on, put me on. When no we go on break, put me, on. Yeah, put me on. I definitely will. <laughs> no flocking is crazy because he just because he's just saying real shit and whatever he wants to say and it's not like he's not super lyrical he's, but he's not super simple as well yeah and even um skirt skirt just still, he just looked he i think for me like i think i visual i saw ignorant. him he's ignorant nah yo see my problem is that i saw him i should have never saw him i should have just listened to his music but i saw i, I, I saw the him. video first i saw the video nah, first and i'm like killed it for me and i'm like and i'm done with <laughs> Like he said, if you my dog, then just be my dog and don't you hate on me. Like what? Like that, I feel that like I've, cause I've I've had friends that I was like, yo, I'm friends with you, but like, come on, like, like come on, like it's like it's a lot, it's it's some shit behind his music. I fuck with him, and mind you, I only fuck with like three, four songs right now. But like, but you, but see, I can't, I can't say that. Be like, oh no, nah, I fuck with him. I can't do that. Actually, but nah. it's so many niggas I don't fuck with. One song So if I fuck with Three four songs It's just yeah. that I'm not taking the time To listen to your other music I, yeah. It's hard Because a lot of niggas Disappoint me I liked like two songs And then You know I'm thinking of a nigga right now I'm not gonna do that But You know who I really You know who I who I, um, I guess my equivalence To your code out block Lil Dirt. I actually like Lil Dirt a lot Okay See exactly it's, it's, it's this, That's the same exact shit Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Respect. 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 Pause his name being Lil Dirk though. Every <laughs> time I see his name, Lil Dirk. Lil Lil Dirk. Nah, real shit. Like, I don't know it. Looking at him too, it's a, it's a little, it's a little too weird. But like, when I listen to some shit he be saying, I'm like, nah, cause like. He's coming from like dog. You coming from Chirac. You bro. told me this shit before. Yeah. I, I remember I cut your ass because you she's like, <laughs> like, but again, I, even now, like I appreciate you, Chief Keith more than I appreciate it when he came out. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like true, 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 true. I'm true. Uncle Rilla. Fuck, like, come on, man. Like, a nigga get you hype. Like, yeah. bonito. Come on, man. My guy. So, obviously, guys, uh, Chris Copacetic, um, this is the man behind Deal With No Deals. So, Y'all heard the Young Nate interview. If you haven't, go ahead and hit pause here and go back and listen to the Young Nate interview and then come back here. Or you go listen to this interview and listen to that later. We got that, oh, yeah, that too. That shout out to some big bro Nate, man. That too. But yeah, no deal with no deal. Um, This is the man. This is the this is the brains behind deal with no deal. Like, this is the man that that put it to the level where I, where I was able to, like, see it all the way in Flatbush to be like, oh, yeah, like. Yeah, nah, we had a lot of traction in Brooklyn, man. Yo. I'm gonna fuck with y'all. Yeah, Brooklyn was the reason. You know, that's, that's mainly because Sinead, but I was out in Brooklyn a lot in 2011, 2010, 2012. Even though that's going backwards and forward, but you know what I'm saying? It's all right. It's all right. I'm going to send him. We do that. All of the years. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Word. They went on down in Brooklyn. New York City Hall. Y'all was out here. Word. We was out here, man. Like, doing a lot. What about it, though? What about it? <laughs> We're going to find out. We're going to find out more about it. After this break. It's the Uncle Radio Show. Word. So doing this interview with, with Copacetic was so was so much fun because uh honestly getting an opportunity to talk to him about hip hop and hear a lot about, you know, how he became who he is now. It just it's just such a dope situation, you know. My path to hip hop was so different and I think that everyone's path to hip hop is so different. That is really fun and, and interesting to get to hear 
how someone found their way to get to you know to the point that we're all we're all at now or at least you know the ones who i see as my peers or whatnot but in any event i met copacetic a long time ago we stayed in contact he became the executive producer but he before that he was as you guys heard and are going to hear more about he ran deal with no deal i deal with no deal was a blog but also had a radio show and that's how um that's one of the ways that i found my way into hip-hop again as i became an adult was listening to deal with no deal listening to shanae and and, and kari and reading some of the blogs and the site and whatnot that 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 coat was running so just crazy to be able to, to sit down and work with him now and you know, um, get the chance to interview Carrie or whatever, and to get a chance to interview Shanae, and just it's much different. It's, it's a different perspective. It's a lot of perspective on things. But any in any event, uh, we got Copacetic Part Two coming up where we, he dives into the deal with no deal and more. So, Style Radio Show live on any Creative Network. Yes. Going back for a second now. Deal with no deal. I told you this before. Deal with no deal when it when it when it left, and we'll get to why it left soon, but. When it left, it left this big ass void for a certain particular set of artists, right? Yeah. That had same thing with same thing with Barrowhouse, same thing. Left this huge Barrowhouse, void. Man, fucking brothers, man. Like, you know what left I'm this like, huge void. Do you think New York needs like a a mega hip hop blog? New York City needs a, a mega hip hop blog again. No. Do, it needs, do we need no. more blogs? Like what? No. What? Blogs. How do we? Yo, it's so weird. I, I'm, you know, I bring back deal with no deal, and then you know, I, you know, not and then, but I, I know, I know, I already know that blogs are not the popular thing mm-hmm. um, no more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about deal with no deal is not a blog one yeah. and two. It's a brand that 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 is that is here to push to bridge the gap between the fact that you want to hear that new Big Sean, but you also want to hear that that new Frank Rams or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's that you know and even if you don't want to hear that you're on the site I might as well click this artist who the fuck is this I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what it's here for um, the, the, the website is here as, as a as a as a go to I'm going mm-hmm. here for something mm-hmm. but we're doing way more than that that's what yeah. that's what these visual series that we're coming out with they're going to be about that's with uh, 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 these other you know ventures that we're putting ourselves into mm-hmm. are going to be about and you know it's about being you know it's like it's kind of like having a monopoly that's that's what me and nate talk about all the time is having a monopoly and everything like Mm -hmm. you know but not in a way that we take everything but the way that we you know we have everything to give now Mm -hmm. you know you want this you you want to do you you want lifestyle you want so you come for health and wealth by by, Mm -hmm. by zeus of of, of quantum leaf fitness you you come for you know fashion and Mm -hmm. you come for this you you come for music you come from music from artists that you love you come from music from artists that you don't know that you love yet and it's supposed it what we're doing and you know we're still building it it's been it's only been three months since we mm-hmm. launched, relaunched right mm-hmm. and what we're doing is we're taking everything that you know and we're expanding it and and the original content that we're coming out with in the spring and summer is going to be amazing um you you guys will all see and you know it, it'll bring what we're doing to life mm-hmm. um i think a blog people oh it's a blog yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying but with visual content original content um more editorials and things mm-hmm. like that you'll kind of i think you, you know, know what you won't I, be as lazy people I, are lazy as well i think so. at first right people i think the problem with blogs is that people tried to hold matter of fact so it's, it's 
a multi-level problem. So people tried to hold blogs to the same level of, um, I don't know, late, same level of attention, the same level of quality as like a New York Times, some shit like that, a People's Magazine, something like that, right? And that, I think that was stupid. But then what happened is that because people started to look for that, people, some blogs started to try and drift that way. And it's like, nah, yeah. but you're not, but that's not what you are. Stick to what you are. I think a blog really should only be like I like I call I like I call like my little spurts I put on the on the on onCreatorShow.com. I call them I call them like stuff that I think I need to get off my brain like yeah. little like little like blame brain blurbs that you know not not like, not, not a full ass article like yo, this, this was a mindless thought basically it should be like, personalized yeah um yeah it should be personalized um, but people like like people they try to do so much that it became yeah. like a mini yeah. publication they're trying to be magazines and, and you know and there's this there's this thin line between the magazines and the blogs that we're trying to like kind of you know we want to give you information yeah but at the same time we're not trying to like beat you over the head with it um yeah it, it, it's this like yeah it's a thin line you know what I mean so uh for those blogs who do want to be publications and you know they do want to become, you know, this grand, you know, scale. That's more power to you. A lot of people are successful with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're trying to bridge, we're trying to be within the middle. Like, you know, we want to be simplified enough, but at the same time, we want to give you a lot of information at the same time. So, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. That's fair. You have to, you have to, you can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't kill like, ah, man. How do I say? You can't like, oh, you know, we're trying to be this huge thing. And yes, mind you, mind you, the the idea at the end of it is when we, you know, become big enough, we're we're something like the Huffington Post. But we're not trying to put on that facade as if that's what we are right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's not what we're trying to do. But at the same time, we are trying to cover all bases like that. Mm-hmm. But we're not trying to beat you guys over the head with it when you come to the website and it's like you know we're forcing it we don't want to force the issue right yeah now. and we have to expand we have to gradually expand and that's that's part of that's part of growing as a brand and regrowing as a brand because you know i've already been i've already been in this spot before i've been in this spot before a long time ago and you know to be here again is humbling at the same time but you know i've been bigger than where i am Mm-hmm, so it's like mm-hmm. you know I, I struggle with that I struggle with that it's like yo you, you don't really know that I, I do I've done this I, yeah, I do this yeah, like yeah. I know this shit like I've like you know what I'm saying I've, I've been around like, like you know what I'm saying like Mesa uh-huh, mm-hmm. I've, I've been around. like we, we've done this already and you know I can do it again and on a grander scale because I have people helping me I have people who do editorials I have people who, who more people who block I trust more yeah yeah um, yeah which you know which goes into why we you know this you know I it went away the first time because mm-hmm. I was just, just so I can't do everything myself. You know what I'm saying? But I need people who are like me, like minded, mm-hmm. and who are who are you know. I need many me's, like li- mm-hmm. literally many me's, to be mm-hmm. able to. I you really want this as much as I want this. Yeah. You're not doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. I've never done it for myself. Mm-hmm. It was never for myself. It was always for. I have two writers at the time. I had Carvey and Shanae, and it was like, yo, I need. They told me before. They said they want to be on Double XL. They ended up being on the source, but they mm-hmm. told me they said the idea was, yo, she wants to be like Angie Martinez, and he wants to be more like Elliot Wilson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's work on that. So let's yeah. figure that out, and yeah. and you know, eventually they got to where they wanted to be, you know, with some of my help and them just being themselves. Mm-hmm. And, 
that's that was always I, I always the push push you know, push the artists forward, push my writers forward. But I need people to want to build the brand so I can push. You know what I'm saying? I, I you know I have all these new writers. They tell me they want to be on. You know they want to be Raekwon on, and that's what. All right, so let's figure that out. Let's figure mm-hmm. out how I can get you to meet Raekwon, even though you're all the way in Houston. I can't. Yeah, I haven't yeah, met yeah, you yet. Yeah, 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 let's yeah, tr- yeah. figure it out. Let's figure it out. Like that's what I'm here for. It's to push. Everybody wants to be, you know, big, and you know, in return, that that, that that helps me grow as a person, so as a brand and everything. So yeah. What's What's the copacetic dream job? Uh, ANRPD, some shit like that. Some some person who controls um, what people are listening to. So when you know, I have somebody like a you know artist that I mentioned that I like, you know, like a Phil Walker, or Damo Briggs, or whatever. I just be like, yo, like I can snap yeah. my fingers. Yeah, and it's like made that executive. Decision. Yeah, like boom. Whether it be, whether it be an A and R, the label that's like, yo, you need to listen to this cat, or PD that's like, yo, you need to like, the city needs to listen to this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. though we talked about how Ebro doesn't have complete control over this shit, but, um, but yeah, like you know, it, it's it's like a you know, you, you want to, I, I want to be able to make a living, um, you know, deciding that. That this song, or you know, that this these artists are great, and I have the ear for it. But people, you know, you have to. That's that takes convincing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You have to convince people. That's like, yo, like, yo, like this is a good artist. And then a lot of people. This is another thing about this new wave that everybody wants to have the ear. Everybody wants to know stuff. And everybody wants to do this. Mm-hmm. Do this on a grand scheme of things. Um, they want to do it, but you know. I think they want it. A lot of people want to do it because they see other people doing it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I wanted to do this since I was in high school. You know, how what do you weed them out? How do you, they, there is no way to weed them out because there's people who want to do it because they see other people do it who get on quick as hell, and then there's people who literally never get on, but and they all they ever wanted to do was to well, be in a position. That's, that's what I'm saying. How do you weed out the real versus the fake? You don't because they get on. Like I'm not the person to weed them out. Like I'm, not, I, like I could tell you how I weed them out. Like, like I, I've noticed that this person wasn't, you know, whatever. That doesn't matter. Like they get on and they're looked at as icons and, and you know whatever, or they will be looked at as icons or whatever. And it's like there's nothing you can do. It's about who you know in this industry, mm-hmm. and you know, and how you take advantage. Of it. No, it's about how you take advantage of who you know. Not take advantage of in a bad way, but like how you use. Who you know and um you know a lot of people are, are very 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 aggressive in, in this industry yeah and me not I'm, I, 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 I want this shit as badly as everyone but i'm not gonna force myself in anything i'm not going to is it a moral is it a moral issue or a pride issue both i think i think it's both but i'm just it's just me as a person i'm just all right cool like you should like you should know like you should know I know shit Like by now Like you know what I'm saying But yeah. uh, you know But You know I do want to become You know I want to I just want to be in a position Where I can help everybody else mm-hmm. Whether it be writers Artists Whatever You know what I'm saying Because As I said earlier If I was in a position where You know Whoever is You know Is in these big positions I won't be that asshole On Twitter Trying to play anybody Yeah 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 Ever mm-hmm. I would not I, like, It would be like yo this is This is who you need to listen to Alright, so that was the end of the Copacetic interview. If y'all want to catch the whole thing, of course, it's all on Indie Creative Network.
com or just obviously SoundCloud, Any Creative Network, iTunes, Acast, we on Mixcloud as well. Yo, definitely yo, check it out on Mixcloud, matter of fact. Mixcloud, be backing us a little bit, so, you know, gotta show them a little love and whatnot. A little more than SoundCloud, who keeps fucking up my shit. But anyway, uh, yeah, you know, talking to Chris, we gave you guys a little bit of insight of what it's like to do what we do on the back end, you know. Um, talk to you guys a little bit about, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, how are we trying to build our base, build our platforms, whereas we stand out differently so that we can make a change, you know, and put on the right people, or at least who we believe the right people are. So, um, yeah, this, this interview, I just wanted it to, I wanted it to be right. And uh, a little sneak behind the scenes stuff is that, actually, this is the second interview that we did. In episode three, I think, like, I think that was probably the first episode that we actually did was with Copacetic and Letty. Shout out to Letty. In any event, we, yeah, we did our interview, and it was all right, but, like, it didn't sound the way that I wanted it to sound, so it never came out. So this one was like, yeah, we had to, we had to, we had to do a little redo, and I like this one way better. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know if y'all ever went hear that audio maybe if i don't have like an episode to put out i stole some some lost episodes out i do got a couple of them shits so anyway um next up we got ace clark that's the last episode that we have the ace clark interview was yo that this was a this was a super dope super important interview for me whatever Uh, i felt like ace clark was a a super talented guy but he's a little bit outside of the type of artist that i typically interview but um yo i'm I am glad, I'm blessed, I'm happy that I did this one. I really appreciated it. Definitely, you know, shout out, you know, got a shout out to Brooklyn and whatnot, as usual. I had to show love to my fellow Brooklynite and whatnot, but at the same time, like, this is an interview that was well-deserved. So, yeah, check out this next interview with Ace Clark out of Bed-Stuy. It's the Aqua Radio Show Lava and the Creative Network. Yeah, yeah. My name is Ace Clark. You tuned into the Encore Radio Show. What up? Brooklyn. Dama Dozen. Now, Dama Dozen is a, a show, a, a friend of the show, a friend of mine, super incredibly talented artist. How did you guys meet up? Yo, Dom, Dom is like, uh, he reminds me of Pharrell. Mm. Like, if I had to put, he's a mix of like Pharrell because he, he sings and raps and mm-hmm. he does it in a way that's kind of like. Another non annoying like, singing like, yeah, rapper. Like, it's nonchalant, but it's smooth. Yeah. So uh, he reminds me of like uh, uh, Pharrell Williams from the hood. Yeah. Like if you put Pharrell up in the projects for like a couple of years and said make music, that's what you would get. Shout out to Dom does Dom did his thing Heights, on, on the album. Like um, I'm about that chicken by the way. But yeah, yeah, my, my man, yeah. My man did his thing on the album. He came through and when I knew it, when I when I was looking to do the feature, I was just like, how can I like bring somebody on the track that is similar to me? Well, I don't got to do the singing this time. <laughs> and I knew when he came on the track and he was like, I love to have my melodies. I was like, oh, I ain't got to sing. <laughs> so I was looking to, I was looking to put like like-minded people on the project. Mm-hmm. So I thought who would, who would skip, who would do it like me, but do it their own way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Dom was the, like the consensus choice. So I reached out to his camp. He was like, Hey, CEO, I love the music you're doing. And it just went from there. Yeah. Um, Dime is one of the most positive, one of the one of the most successful positive young dudes out there right yeah, now. Shout out to Dime a Dozen, shout out to Dime a Dozen, shout out to Crown Heights, and people know about Crown Heights. You know, like if you know about Crown Heights and you know about the type of hood he from, like you know he didn't have to be a nice dude at all. Not at all. <laughs> he like he from nice the opposite dude. side of me, so he's from where it go it go down. Like yeah, I'm in best yeah. style where like they shoot out in the daytime. Mm. He's from like if you get off the train at 11 p.m. You might want to like be escorted to your house. <laughs> Damn, straight facts. And it's crazy, yo. Honest, oh man. Like sometimes, you know, when I when I think about Brooklyn, I don't really think about Brooklyn like that. 
Like, I'm just like, yo, like, I know how to move. I know how to move in my own borough. You know, like, here in the Bronx, I live in the Bronx now, folks. I, I'm sure I've mentioned that before. <laughs> like, here in the Bronx, yo, when I come home from work, I'm inside for the whole night. If I if I have to go out, it's probably an Uber or a Lyft from my door to the event and from the event yeah. back to my door. Because I don't trust it. Yeah, you know, but, like, in Brooklyn, like, well, like, where, like, like where, where Diamond's from, like, I got off the train. One, two, three maneuver easy like i don't like i don't even think about it like that yeah, i don't, like, I, I don't oh. stop <laughs> no nah, i don't even think about it that like i i'm focused i know where i'm going whatever i know how i know who to look at who not to look at whatever like how to man- yeah, i just i just you know <laughs> you know yeah but you don't you really don't think about it like that until you get out and then gotta go back or, yep, you know, you're but, like, yeah 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 i mean it's like it's like yes and no like I, I really do love Brooklyn a lot. Like I love Brooklyn a lot, and I mean, I can really like not living in Brooklyn for the last two years. I can really say that I miss Brooklyn. Like I've never missed Brooklyn before this, in my life. This, you, like Charles Hamilton said, something like a Brooklyn girl, or something like the Brooklyn air, yeah, something like yeah. the Brooklyn everything. Yeah. Brooklyn's a special place. They say you yes. go anywhere in the world, you yell out, "Is anybody from Brooklyn?" You. One person gonna raise their hand. Always, always, always. always. Oh man. All right. So, um, you detailed your, your relationship with Sky Zoo a little bit, but um, how did you actually meet? Yo, Sky. Yo, so me and Sky Zoo's relationship is pretty dope. So with Sky Zoo, it's like this. Um, I was a fan first. Mm-hmm. My, my one of my closest friends stopped selling crack because of Sky Zoo. Wow. He was like, yo, Sky just Sky's like modern day Nas to me, like the mm-hmm. way he tells stories. So I'm like, let me check out this guy. Yeah, yeah. So I started bumping the music. First song I listened to, I don't know why I chose the song. It's called For What It's Worth. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. said it's too much money in cocaine for me to be playing the broke game. Mm-hmm. But here I be at on my nine to five, you know, like he's talking about um, he's here with the no names working nine to five, mm-hmm. gets fired from his job. Mm-hmm. And he knows that selling cracks, though, is a, a way to make money. Yeah. But I ain't with yeah. it. And this dude always has this struggle between the streets and like straight path and always choose a straight path. Mm-hmm. So um, I listened to the music. I reached out like when, when I went by a different artist name mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, I love your music, blah, blah, blah. We should connect. We should feature. Sky's was the type of dude that really just replies right back. Yo, let's make it happen. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Wait a couple of years. I don't say nothing. A couple of years. Just waited because I wasn't. I, I I wasn't ready. Um, you got. I but know to, myself. To, to be able to acknowledge, to be able to know that that's that's big already. Okay. He he, cool. he he answered my messages and I'm like, oh, I, I'm not ready though. I don't want to get on a song and and not be prepared for an opportunity like this. So I waited, and then it just so happened I just kept bumping into him. I bumped into him four days in a row. Mm-hmm. And this is before I started the good fight. Mm-hmm. I just keep bumping into him. Bumping. I was apartment searching mm-hmm. with my girlfriend at the time. And I'm like, yo, Sky Zoo, what up? And he remembered me and I remember him. Just keep bumping into him, bumping mm-hmm. into him. Two days, three days, the fourth day. Universe, I'm like, this is man, a sign. The universe, the universe, I, the universe. I emailed him the next day. I said, yo, let's make something happen. Yeah. He said, let's do it. Mm-hmm. We get in the studio. And I play the Who Am I beat. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, let's go. He gives me a verse, two takes literally. Wow. Um, drop some heat. I had a first secretly. Uh-huh. He don't know that. <laughs> and I was I was waiting for him to spit his verse. I said, I'm from Brooklyn. Ain't nobody gonna show me up with my own song. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. I know he came with the same mentality. He spits mm. a really great verse. Mm. I'm right there in the studio. I'm like, hold on, I'm writing my verse right now. I just mm. write my verse on the spot. I wait till he leaves though, because I don't <laughs> want him to know that I, that that I was like like impressed. Yeah, yeah. So I record yeah, my yeah, verse yeah. right after, twenty minutes after. Uh-huh. I send him the cuts, and then I call my friend who um is a sax player. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need you to get on here and do sax for me. Yeah. So the sax on the song is live sax. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you got to go all the way. Yeah. Only thing that was when, when he heard who am I? All he heard was the hook. 
Yeah. All he knew was every day I asked myself, who do I want to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I gave him. And mm-hmm. I was just like, here's where I want to go. Who, like, if you if you wanted to write a letter to yourself, a love song to yourself, what would you say? Wow. Okay. And okay. that's why I took okay. the song. The whole song is a love letter to yourself. Mm-hmm. And people listen to it and they take the words literally. Like, they talk, you're like, you're married? You're talking about marriage? I'm like, nah, everybody should be married to yourself first yeah, before definitely. you marry to any human because. If you don't love yourself and if you can't keep it real with yourself, you fake. <laughs> basically, basically, plastic. it takes a, it takes a, and people don't understand. It really takes a lot. Maybe not for everyone, but it takes a lot to actually know who you are. Yo, self identity is the key to anything. If in your choices, if you don't know who you are and what you're about, you're not gonna make choices for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're making choices to impress people, you're gonna die lonely because you can't impress everybody. Right. <laughs> you cannot. It is it is basically virtually impossible. Just be the best you you could be, and if they love you, they love you, and if they don't, they don't. And, and God will see you through. Yo, tweetables, tweetables, Yo, I'm saying, tweetables. I don't, I don't know if that's 140 characters, but tweetables. tweetables. Nah, it, it's 140 characters around you at all times. <laughs> you just gotta maneuver through them. Facts, <laughs> facts, 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 facts. All right, so. Nitty Scott also makes a feature uh, on the project. Nitty, yeah, she she's man. dope. So I reached out to her because her best friend is a girl I went to middle school with. Okay, okay. I'm like, yo, Jade, um, yo, line it up, line it up. <laughs> I want to work with Nitty. And I reached out to Nitty because she's super like positive her energy, mm-hmm. and I just wanted somebody's energy. Like when I was looking at her, I was like. She's lyrically great, but I want somebody's energy that's going to match mine. Yeah. So I was like, who else could pull off this positive vibe the same way I can, mm-hmm. but also do it from a female perspective? And mm-hmm. I just reached out to Nitty like, yo, what's up? And, you know, it's just, it, it happened. It just happened. Like, you a, know, a lot of this was just me reaching out to who I thought was the best fit for the kind of music mm-hmm. I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. As I was making songs, you kind of can vision people like, Envision how they would get on a song. Like I knew Dom was gonna be on the gritty song. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. knew I was gonna put Sky on some like something that was deeper than mm-hmm. just music to me. Mm-hmm. And then I knew when I got with Nitty it was gonna be something that was really like all about her. She talks about the Peace Coast movement. Yeah. And, and, and being like this like this young Buddha. Mm-hmm. So I was like Buddha Peace. What's going on, Marvin? <laughs> and it just made sense. See, and I'm not I'm not as familiar with her as I should be. Um, I I, I mean I know of her. I'm I'm familiar with who she is, but I've never sat down and just been like, all right, well, let me go do a catalog real quick. But hearing her, hearing that verse, and actually watching the video, um, which is also out by the way, so go ahead and watch that video. Um, also the video out with Sky Zoo that's out as well. But you know, I watched video. And I was like, yo, like I really, I now I really have to go and check out her catalog because it was, it was, it was that was honest positivity there. And that's what I try to do. I try to find people that are like-minded, similar people, like. I'm not looking for like the biggest feature, the best name that's gonna propel me. Mm-hmm. Like your art speaks for itself. People mm-hmm. like you can have ten thousand features if they're not meaningful. That makes sense to conducive music. Yeah, you're 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 shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, like you can go out and you can get features that that make your album look stacked. But if they're not features that are like are gonna like push the project in the direction that I want to go, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. get those features. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna reach out and ask my friends to jump on songs. Like I. These are all friendships at the end of the day. Yeah. And these are my peers. And I'm like, which peers are going to help me get to where I want to go? Mm-hmm. I want to just touch people with the music. So, mm-hmm. again, it's a free project. I'm like, how can I show how free I, I'm trying to make the music? Let yeah. me get people that are like me. Sky Zoo is one of the most genuine, hearted people I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, Sky Zoo is kind of wow. like an older brother. Mm-hmm. Then you meet like a Nitty Scott. 
she that smile how could you not smile when she smiled <laughs> and then you meet somebody like dom and dom is just like chilling yeah but we in the studio he's like yo how do you get to um sixth avenue and brian park from here <laughs> and i'm like yo here's what you're gonna do yeah and, he just and he's just like chilling <laughs> he is literally i i, I want to say he's probably the most chill dude i've ever interviewed like um i i, I interviewed him i want to say maybe like last i want to say like last august or last september something like that mm-hmm. And Dom came in. He wasn't even late, fam. He wasn't even late. Dom came yeah, he, in. He shows up on time. Chill. He sat down. Like, I asked him questions. Like, you could, un- like, it wasn't like, oh, I got these questions lined up in my head and I know I'm going to answer them. Like, he, that I sat down there and took breaks and thought about what he wanted to say. And I, when, I was, when I was editing the video, someone asked me, like, oh, like, you're not going to cut the break? And I was like, hell no. I was like, I want y'all to see that he actually took the time to answer this question. He's not just going to, like, talk out his ass. And um, nope. he, he appreciates, like, you know, about getting his point across he, he knows the power of words mm-hmm. somebody like him like if you listen to how he comes off how nitty comes off how scott comes mm-hmm. off these aren't people that are doing it for a check or doing it for like you know for notoriety these people that do it for the culture and do it for um reasons bigger than we know like yeah. nitty scott was bullied sky zoo you know you listen to his story his story is like i come from this but i'm on a block where everybody else didn't have it mm-hmm. and he felt guilty that his friends didn't have a father like he had mm-hmm. so you got to look at it like that and then i look at you know um quotes on the album i said nitty i said dom yes guys so you look at mm-hmm. them stories and then you see these people come from like you know their own trials and tribulations and they're kicking it in music music's us telling you our stories yeah we yeah. put our hearts on our sleeves mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so here's what we're going to do, folks. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're talking The Good Fight. We can talk about some of these songs we have on there. First off, Waste Your Time and Roses. Yo, Naika Sings, she yeah. is amazing. She is amazing. Oh, man. It's the Encore Radio Show, folks. We'll be right back. So we had Ace Clark on the show, as you guys just heard. And Ace, I would say Ace is in like a league on his own right now. Um, Ace is an artist that is really rapping, singing, riffing on projects. That's just his sound in a time where all the artists are sound like Future or rapping about Zans or anything. You know, he's he's the complete opposite and it's working for him. And he's being validated on top of that by some of the doper artists in the city, um, you know, just skipping levels. You know, we talk about levels all the time, whatever. Many levels in this shit and skipping levels or whatnot. Uh, working with um, working with Dime, you know, working with Sky Zoo, working with Nitty Scott, but still working like, with the Naika Sings or whatnot. Like, that's super dope. You know, like, your man has an honest air for talent. And people respect what he does as well. You feel me? So, super happy for him. This interview uh, starts to get more in detail with his uh, career and his project in the second half. So, stay locked for that. Again, it's the Encore Radio Show live here on Indie Creative Network. We have a lot of songs, like I told you. Um, six out of the 13. There's 13 tracks on there. Um, I want to say... So, just to go in order. So, The Good Fight. Um, definitely one of my favorite songs. That's the one featuring Dama Dozen, for those who don't know. Um, I really, really, so I, actually, I put them in order. So I really, really, really liked Melanin. 
<laughs> no. I was waiting for you to bring that song. Up. Yeah, I think Melanin. Actually, I wrote in parentheses. I wrote amazing song. Like I think a Melanin is a dope song. People need to hear that. It makes you feel good about yourself. Melanin is for any race. Like mm-hmm. even if you don't see your melanin. Yeah, so I said, your, that's why I said yourself and not yeah, just black people. Because yourself. like melanin was me saying, be proud of who you are. Be proud of your identity. Be proud mm-hmm. if you're Filipino, black, white, Middle Eastern. Um, you come from Cambodia, you come from Bedside, Brooklyn, be mm-hmm. free to be who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are, you know, of a different sexual orientation, be cool mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. If you're cool with, you know, having six toes, be cool with that. <laughs> if you got purple hair and blue eyelash, yeah. you'll be cool with that. However, if you're a goth or emo, be cool with that. Mm-hmm. If you got dreads with a fade, be cool with that. <laughs> if, you, if you got the Quaker mustache, be cool with that. Like. If yeah. you if you go into something that you can't control like cancer, mm-hmm. you rock out that you rock mm-hmm. out that situation the best you can rock it out mm-hmm. because it's you. Yeah. And only you could be you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So that's I just true. want people to be proud and I it was more targeted towards black black mm-hmm. people when I say say aloud be black and be pr- be proud, but it was more towards I'm I'm proud to be black. Mm-hmm. So be proud to be who you are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that's really what people that's really what all people are saying because um for brief historical factor you know black people have essentially been taught to hate themselves you know yeah willie lynch you know it, it is so deep you have the yeah. willie lynch um documents yes. you have um light skin versus dark skin tall mm-hmm. versus show you have so many psychological things that go on that yep. hip-hop doesn't talk about like um mental health is a big a major, issue in the black community oh, and we we don't identify that we need help but mm-hmm. we're gonna get there with, with people like me and people who care about like the person besides the art form we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get there mm-hmm. so um just look out for some things i got in the works <laughs> all right so uh you got it it's also um a favorite of mine oh man uh, you got it there's <laughs> a funny story behind that you ain't gonna tell get me. that yet. Nah, tell me nah, tell nah, me nah, 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 <laughs> nah, nah, nah. you ain't getting that yet <laughs> But um, the person know what I'm talking about. Hey, so. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, so then um, wasted time and roses, both by um, Nike, Nike, yeah, Nike, 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 Nike sings. Yo, Nike is one of the coolest people I've met. Her voice is just gifted. You gotta hear her live. Live mm. is better than anything. You hear wow. her live, you'll be like, she adds yeah. a lot. She adds a lot. Yo, she's she's dope with it. Waste my time was just me like kicking relationships to ya. Mm-hmm. Everybody go through a relationship, so mm-hmm. I had to make one song where I'm like, you can relate to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. How how, how did you meet up with her? And um, I know Nika for years. Oh, okay. And oh, just, that that's just the that voice works. I had in my back pocket, you know. That works. Okay. Everybody's like, yo, this they call me the golden child. They're like, yo, he just knows how to find people. <laughs> like, he know how to find um Kato, and you know how to find Naika. He know how to find Jay Future. Like, how does he get yeah. these singers on his tracks? And I'm like, yo, you just gotta go out and have an ear and appreciate people. Like, I go to shows, mm-hmm. and I just appreciate music, and I'm like. Besides the music, how's this person as a person? Because mm-hmm. energies have to click. Yeah. And does this person have an ego? And does this person have something to bring that non-musically that can help the bigger picture? Because mm-hmm. we're more than just artists. We have to touch people and yeah. to get out there. Yeah. And all these people that are in my projects embody the same characteristics. Okay. So I left this song for last. Um, I left this song for last because <laughs> it is the last song on the project. <laughs> and let me tell you, let me tell you. First off, when I saw the feature, I was like, Alice Clark. I was like, I was like, I want less family. And I was like, uh, maybe not. And I got there, and 
I listened to it, and I wrote in parentheses afterwards. I was like, did he sample his grandmother's record? <laughs> that is so <laughs> fire. Do you understand me? Thank you. Like, that is so fire. Like, the ultimate homage. Like, yo. You, you got to pay homage. Yo, that, like... <laughs> I sat back and I like I got goosebumps, fam. Like I got goosebumps. I'm like, yo, like, so how, how? So my grandmother recorded these albums and I didn't know about it until after she passed away. Mm-hmm. Like she sang around the house. We knew she did music, but we never knew how deep it went. Yeah. In high school, I found the music, and I couldn't listen to it. I still to this day can't go through the whole album in one take because yeah. it's very emotional. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I did a project with MySpace back in the day, and they asked me to sample my grandmother's music. We sampled a song called Don't You Care. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do it, but yeah. they asked me to do it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I'm looking at the opportunity, and I'm like, this is for a purpose. Mm-hmm. No coincidences. I sampled the music, and I got in touch with finding like how I was going to approach this. It's mm-hmm. very sensitive. you know. This is perfect music, and I'm trying to taint it in a way by touching yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I get to the drawing board and I'm like looking at life. I had this beat in my back pocket for a while because we, we didn't know what song we were going to do at first. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, I got to bring this to life. So finally, I'm comfortable enough to actually record my grandmother on a track and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not good enough and I dropped the song and I'm just like, I can't go wrong if I go from the heart. Yeah. <laughs> and I just figured it's the perfect way to cab off the good fight. Like the person who helped me fight the good fight, the person who gave me the energy to, to create the good fight. That's and crazy, that's yo. where I went with it. And I just wanted to be like, you know, true to myself, like I've always been. But give it to y'all on a deeper level. The album feels good. So I wanted to give y'all a little bit more deeper insight to where I'm from mm. and lead the way towards future projects. Hint, hint. Yo, I'm sorry. That was probably like the most. I, I don't think. I don't think to date anyone can top, can top <laughs> doing that. Like all the artists I've talked to, I don't think anyone has topped can top that and i've heard some pretty interesting stories yeah, but nah that's <laughs> fire that's that's someone who's influenced you who influenced your life so much to be able to be on a literally be on the same record as that person like you literally trend uh, um transition and blend the the generation yo that's i had to bring time together oh, and man. like i had to do it in a way which which really could give you a gist of where she was from so i kept the track real classic yeah but i came in and brought that the attitude she gave me like when i'm when i'm rapping i'm rapping the way she told me how to rap and mm-hmm. let me take y'all back she really told me how to rap she wow. wrote she ghost wrote my first rap uh-huh. so my my quentin miller story is she ghost wrote my first rap she, <laughs> she literally i used to rap my my first rap name was like a1 like uh-huh. the steak sauce uh-huh. that's no it wasn't just a1 it was a1 like uh-huh. the steak sauce wow okay and that okay. was the rap name uh-huh. and she wrote this rap i was in fifth grade she's like you want to rap at the school show and i was like yeah i'm rap at the school show that's and we used to argue about how i was gonna rap at the school show uh-huh. she's like now nah, here's what you're gonna say boy and i was <laughs> like all right i'm gonna say this and she's like now nah, you gotta say it like this and i'm gonna kick the rap for you real quick <laughs> wow nah I'm, I'm, here for this. I'm here for this it was like read to achieve and believe if you make the effort to read you flow through it like a winter breeze if you discover you can read your mind will be at ease reading turns a seed into a strong tree but she made me do like the effort and all that she made mm-hmm. me put the little effect on it mm-hmm. she told mm-hmm. me how to spit it she's like here's the delivery here's where you put the emphasis yeah. I, I, and she wrote the rap and I, I kicked it at school and the teachers and everybody's like yo you can rap boy and all the kids <laughs> like yo hey she spit that rap yo anthony you killed it and i'm like oh and 
that was that battery in my back <laughs> at a young age and like she supported anything i wanted to do so nobody else could stop me that's crazy i your man listen <laughs> i told you off mic i'm gonna say this on mic now i'm in i'm doing these interviews literally about to about to about so you you would have heard robin J by now you have already heard um danny boy already now you hear now you're hearing ace now I'm doing these back, to, but I'm doing these back to back, and they keep coming to me with these with these stories, and I'm getting like I'm not even an emotional dude, fam. And I'm getting <laughs> emotional every time I hear these. So like, yo, this is crazy, yo. man. Shout out to y'all, honestly. Like, yo, shout out to everybody oh, who man. who's living life. <laughs> Facts. You can live and you or you can exist, yo. Mm-hmm. If you living, shout out to you, and if you existing, yo, stop lacking. Got work to do. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I, I'm just I'm gonna end it right there. Like you did, I'm gonna end it right there. At Ace Clark. I'm music. Ace Clark. Follow me. Ace Clark Music. I'm everywhere. You can follow me on Snapchat. Get a taste of my personal life. Follow me on Instagram if you want to look at somebody with a nice hot top. <laughs> follow me everywhere. It's for real music. Peace, peace. AceClarkMusic.com. It's the Uncle Radio Show. Uh, make sure you guys follow us Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Uncle Radio Show website, UncleRadioShow.com. Indie Creative Network. Next up, we got. Elite Music Radio, and we out. This is Wise Soul. Have a good day. Uh. The Encore Radio Show podcast is an indie creative network production produced by Lance Huff and executively produced by Chris Copacetic. Yeah, so I don't think I really need to do a little recap on that one. That one was pretty self-explanatory. Um, shout out to Ace Clark, shout out to Copacetic, and shout out to PMB Chiz for coming on to the Encore Radio Show podcast where we highlight hip-hop curators and creators uh super excited for them super excited for everyone who we have coming up next i'm actually uh i did an interview with l banks the bossy uh she does the i spit nyc joints here in the city and that interview's coming up next week and i'm interviewing word mouth radio tomorrow sorry pretty dope i'll see y'all hear that in about two weeks or so in any event um thank you guys for lot for locking in to the bridge version of the anchor radio show Make sure you guys follow the Uncle Radio Show podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Uncle Radio Show. And, yo, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know how you felt uh, about this episode, if you're really feeling it or not. Um, at The Real Wise, The, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-W-I-Z-E-Z-E for wise. Stop calling me Wiz. Stop calling me Wise with an S. It's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, yeah, hit me up. Let me know how you felt about the, the episodes and whatnot. Uh, as you guys heard, coming up next is Elite Music Radio. Uh, subscribe to the Indie Creative Network, uh, IndieCreativeNetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well, at IndieCreativeNW. See y'all later.